Welcome to Reset. 40 is the new happy, where I introduce you to people who reinvent themselves with new careers and happier lives. No one would argue that a career as a police officer isn't one of the most dangerous choices anyone could make. Eden Gallant spent nearly 25 years as an officer with the Nashua Police Department until retiring from the force in 2012. Today, she leaves danger and stress behind, working at Wyndham Country Club in the pro shop. So, Eden, was life in law enforcement something that interested you as a child? Was that something that really was on your radar early on? Absolutely. I wanted to be a police officer since I was nine years old. So what was it? I mean, I know when I wanted to get into radio, it was 11, which is still pretty early, and nine is really early, but for a girl to be in the in the police world was not a real common choice probably then no it wasn't but you know I saw I was watching programs on TV and I was like oh my god that's what I want to be and I wanted to help people and I just thought that was the career for me and it never changed so the real draw though was helping people absolutely absolutely when did it occur to you that it was helping people at possibly a great cost to you well, I wouldn't think that it was such a great cost to me. I mean, I figured that this is what I wanted to do. This was my lifelong dream to be a, a police officer. But it wasn't towards rec- wasn't to recently that uh, you know when things started getting a little bit dangerous with you know everybody having uh, guns and everybody having knives and and just attacking each other was when I decided you know what it was it was time for me to go. Interesting you would mention that because clearly it has, even to those of us not wearing the blue, that it is a much more a dangerous job. Do, do, do many officers make it as long as you did? I mean, 25 years, that's a pretty good run. For the most part, they make it to retirement age. Um, a few will leave early to, uh, to transfer to other jobs like the FBI, the DEA. But for the most part, everybody has seemed um, to make it toward the retirement age and you know, the new ones are coming in, and they're looking forward to uh, to retiring as well. So you never looked uh, beyond uh, law enforcement to the point of FBI or other kind of behind-the-scenes or desk work? No, all I wanted to be was a police officer, and at first I, re, uh, I applied to the New York State Police because I'm from New York, and, uh, and then I took the National Police Test and got hired, and that was the end of that. Wow. So what is it about the brother and sisterhood of police work that binds everyone so closely together? I think that we're so closely knit because we all do the same job and we all put our lives on the line every day and we all know what each other does and we all have each other's back and and not a lot of people understand that, how close we really are because only we can only count on ourselves in those conditions. Sure. You alluded to on how the last couple of years it seems like almost, I hate to use the word, open warfare has been declared on the law enforcement community. So what is the added toll that takes on a police officer? Oh, first I'd like to say I'm glad I'm out. I'm glad I'm retired because it, it just it's just getting more and more dangerous. And now that cops are being shot at and, and killed, and I just, I don't know how people can do it because it's just who wants to be a cop now? But there are certain people actually a lot of people who still want to protect and serve, so to speak. It is very, very dangerous now, and uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think you can pay somebody enough money to do what they do today. Yeah, to your point, it seems that after the incident in Dallas, 
there was quite a rush of, uh, of applicants to uh, take new jobs. Absolutely. I mean, for me to see that, that was just heartbreaking for me. I was just, I was devastated because, you know, I know what I did and I know what other police officers do on a daily basis. And people just to come out and, and just, you know, shoot at cops, kill cops, it's just, it's devastating. And who wants to be in that kind of career where, you know, their police are targeted every day? So... You knew at 11 you wanted to do, uh, I'm sorry, at 9 you wanted to do this kind of work. It's time now to get to the second phase, your reinvention, your second act. Um, what was your thought press process in transitioning from police work to uh, something a bit more sedate, yet I would think stimulating and enjoyable, very highly social job in a golf pro shop? Well, there came a time when I just didn't want to carry a gun anymore, and I, I knew that I needed a career change. and. Um, I took a year off and I decided that um, I would look for another job completely different, albeit I didn't know what that was going to be, until I saw an ad um, on Facebook actually um, from our friend Joanne Flynn who is the owner and head pro at Wyndham Country Club and I said to my wife, I'm going to ask Joanne if I can work for her because she had openings and there you go, one thing led to another and here I am at the Wyndham Pro Shop, and uh, as in regards to you know a highly social job, being a police officer is a, is a highly social job as well, and you get to meet a lot of different people every day. But it's almost the same thing at the Pro Shop. I meet a lot of different people every single day, and I've developed a lot of good friendships with uh, you know with the members um, and just people coming in every day to uh, to come and golf. So you didn't really have your sight set in that one year of transition. You were just kind of probably finding yourself and being open to possibilities. And that one just kind of struck you. It did strike me. I mean, I've been a golfer since I was nine years old. I love to golf. But, you know, it never really struck me that I wanted to go work at um, a country club. But when I saw that ad, something in me clicked. And I'm like, that's the job for me. I, I want that job. So uh, after getting up at 3 a.m. for decades and then getting to sleep in, I'm always asked, how long did it take to adjust to a whole new life? What about you? Um, it took me a good six months to, to get uh, adjusted to, to the schedule of not having to get up that early and being able to uh, not come home and, and fall asleep on the couch, so to speak. Um, but, you know, about six months. And I would think just a, a large draining of the, the stress and, and all the things that go on in, in a police officer's mind that probably took a while to, to all kind of process out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, being a police officer, and still to this day, I usually sit with my uh, back so I can, I can face the door coming in any restaurant or any place or, you know, the, the, the sounds, fireworks or whatever. I'm still very much in that mode sometimes. However... The stress is gone. I mean, it's just total stress reliever. Um, it's just my life is totally different now. No stress whatsoever. Do you miss any part of the police world? Not anymore. I did probably for the first oh, almost a year because those are all my friends. Those are that's 25 years of my life that I spent with these people, and that's all I ever knew. Um, but no, I don't. I. Uh, I, I have some friends there that I see every so often or and I talk to, but I don't miss that job at all, especially now given, given uh, what's going on in today's world with the, with the police. 
So you're in a, you had to learn a whole new set of, I guess, job skills. Uh, so what have the challenges been, if any, so far in the golf pro shop? I don't know if there's really been any challenges. I mean, it's a lot of people skills. I've had those people skills. It's organizational skills. I've had the organizational skills. So really not much. It's just getting used to, you know, learning, you know, how to set up tea times and in the computer and, and stuff like that. But it didn't really take too long for me to, uh, to get that down pat. You mentioned uh, our friend Joanne Flynn, a, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, she is the, the owner of the Wyndham Country Club and hired you. And because we have a lot of friends in common, I'm, I'm often struck by the number of people that say to you how much they envy you because they can see how happy you are. That, that's nice. It is, and it makes me smile every time I hear that because I truly am happy. I mean, I would call this my dream job, so to speak. I love working for Joanne. She's, she is fantastic. Um, I just love my job. It's just I love, going, I love getting up every day, and I love going to work. So I don't know if this question even applies based on how much you love your job, but you're still a relatively young person, and you've been doing this a year. Is there anything else you might like to do in addition to or in lieu of what you're doing now down the road? No, actually, I think this is for me. and I'm going to stay there as long as she'll let me stay. Um, like I said, I love my job, and uh, I don't think that I'm going to be doing anything else for a, a very long time. This is a good retirement gig. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, uh, maybe you can offer some advice to anybody looking to jump careers for greater satisfaction or even just peace of mind. How important was it for you that you got out when you did and reset your life? Well, I always tell people that I got out when the getting was good, so to speak. Um, with what's going on with police today, you know, it's it's a choice that you make to become a police officer. It's it's There's a lot of work. You put your life on the line every day. And you don't worry about your life. You worry about everybody else's um, before yours. Um, for people that want to switch jobs, I say, you know, look around. And my saying has always been, change is good. And for me, change has been fantastic. Well, you're about the happiest person I think we've had on the series. Uh, thanks for joining me, and thanks for your service. Thank you very much. It was my honor.